ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dr. Script Show, where we're talking about your favorite movies, what was good, what was bad, and how we can improve on things. We don't just talk about the problems, we get solutions to the problems. And today, we got a new doctor in town. Fish are friends, not food, am I right? Welcome, Dr. Christie. Hey. Hey. How's it going? It's good. How you doing? Super excited to be here. Yeah. Talk uh, about one of my favorite movies. Oh, is it actually? No. All right, good. I'm sorry that this is your first introduction to the show. This is a really bad movie. Christy, what are we talking about? We're talking about Shark Tale this week. Oh my God. Shark Tale. More so- like Shark Fail. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, this is bad, man. I underestimated how bad this was. I am legitimately sorry, because this is like being your first day as a doctor and doing brain surgery. This is tough. I would honestly say this is probably a bottom five film for me that we've done. Really? I don't know if I'd put it that low on my scale. On the top of my head, the only ones that I could say are probably worse are Solo and maybe Amazing Spider-Man 2. I agree with you on Amazing Spider-Man 2. Solo, I have some other options. The only other thing I could think that's maybe worse is Chicken Little, and I think this one is worse than Chicken Little. Chicken Little is terrible. Chicken Run is amazing. There we go. So, I just gave you my thoughts on it. What did you think of Shark Tale, Christy? You know, it was entertaining uh, once you get past the, honestly, the fish teeth, if you ever do. Uh, then, it, you know, it's an enjoyable film. If you're, like, between the ages of, like, zero and eight... Like, before you honestly understand good comedy? That's very true. It's going to be hard, because a lot of this is just, hey, be funnier. And that's a lot easier said than done. Uh, Did you see this movie growing up? Yes, I saw it um, when it was in theaters, actually. What did you think back then, if you remember it? I remember two things. I remember the penthouse and how it was really cool, and I loved the gigantic lava lamp. I thought Mm -hmm. that was awesome, and that every house needed one of them. And I also remember the car wash scene, which happens twice, where they have, like, the working at the car wash. (laughs) Um, They do that at the beginning and then at the very end. Yeah, I associate, whenever I hear working at the car wash, I always think of Shark Tale now. Every single time. Yeah, it triggers some PTSD-ness. Triggered some really fond memories until now, until I rewatched it. That was a movie that should have stayed in my memory. I remember, because I watched this as a kid, too, I was like, man, I... Sort of wish I just watched Shrek again, because that's sort of what this movie tries to be, because it is, in a way, a buddy film between Oscar, our main character, and Lenny, and it's sort of like a Shrek and Donkey. They try to, at least. Mm -hmm. And then there's a love triangle, similar to, like, in Shrek. It was done better in Shrek. Almost a love square. Mm, Yeah. Could have been a love square. uh, Are you you shipping Lenny and Oscar? I mean, if this movie was made in 2019. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, yeah. But do you want to know the biggest travesty or, like, the biggest mind-blowing fact about this film? Tell me. This was nominated for an Oscar. Not a fish Oscar, like the... I was going to say, like, the fish. (laughs) Like, the actual Academy Oscars for Best Animated Film. Against who? The Incredibles and Shrek 2. Out of those three, who do you think won? The Incredibles. Yeah, dude. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Shrek too. I I love Shrek too, but I mean Pixar. It's yeah. Okay, go Amazing Spider-Man too. Bravo. <laughs> this being nominated for an Oscar really makes me question everything about this uh, institution and everything. This came out 
in the same year as the SpongeBob movie and Polar Express. Polar Express was nominated, right? No. The only three, it was only those three, was uh, Shark Tale, Incredibles, and Shark 2. Granted, this was only like a few years for the animated category to be up there, but still. Like, Polar Express is still definitely one of the best animated Christmas movies. It's not aged well. The it people hasn't look a little creepy. Well. The people definitely look creepy, but still the story and the execution and what it was for the time. Uh, honestly, I remember kind of being creeped out by it when I was little, but still, it's it's a very very well done movie for the time. Yeah. Shark Tale <laughs> was had great use of songs. Yeah. Which we disagree on and we'll get into that later. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, we'll get into that later. All right, <laughs> let's let's summarize this bad boy. So we open with two sharks going around and they're singing the Jaws theme. And so we are introduced to Lenny and his brother Frank. Frankie, I think his name is. Frankie, you know. And they're very Jersey, you know? They're like someone you would meet at Jersey. They're very like, Italian. It's yeah. very mobbish. It's trying to it's trying to be the godfather. And I was wondering, are they like trying to make a joke where it's like, it, they're the sharks? You know how they're like uh, oh, pool yeah, sharks? Like, like the sharks. Like from... the sharks and the jets. Yeah, exactly. Well, West Side Story was that the joke they were going for? Honestly, in this? I think it might have been a joke they were going for, but they never, there was no, there was no jets. They were just trying to be really subtle about Ooh, it. Imagine you know, a that's... movie where it's like literal sharks versus like airplane jets. So it's like planes meets Shark Tale <laughs> in just a battle of really bad animated movies. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, they go on and say that it's like, that's their theme song and stuff. And it's a little confusing because... I feel like Jaws is a very anti-shark movie. <laughs> Anyways. Great shark movie. Spawned a lot of terrible shark movies. So after they leave, we are introduced to the South Side Reef, and we get a real like overview of what the city is like, and we get a ton of like pop culture references. We meet Katie Current. Katie Current. Jessica Shrimpshin. Shrimpshin, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a Seal. Yes. Who is a Seal. And so as we're going in over the city, we uh, just get like quick things and we eventually enter into a sushi restaurant. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good joke. Okay, it's good, but let's really dissect this for a second. <laughs> this fish is killing other fish and serving it to other people. And I paused it. This guy is selling, <laughs> he's selling sushi for $4. Cheap. Yeah, right? Where is that place? I want to go there. <laughs> oh man, it's like $12 a roll here in LA. But that is the equivalent of someone killing another person and selling that guy for four bucks. It's a real like Dexter thing going on. That's more of a Hannibal thing, I feel. Oh yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah good, good market, market for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the expression on his face is just like, he's got his arms crossed and he's sitting there like, why yeah. is anyone coming? <laughs> It should have been a morgue, you know? Oh my god, what if it, the restaurant was like attached to the morgue? Oh god, missed opportunities. Maybe it was. Maybe that's just the subtle things that we're missing in Oscar-nominated Shark Tale. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, we get a quick overview of the whole city, and we meet our main character, Oscar, who's like trying to show us his crib right now, and he's like, yo, what up? Here's my flat screen. Here's my big-ass house. Donned in backwards hat, glasses, and a gold chain. You know, like 2004. Oscar is uh, Tom Haberford from Parks and Rec. 
That's who he is. I was going to go Will Smith from Fresh Prince, but... That's too on the nose. <laughs> Oscar is definitely someone that would invest in Entertainment 720. Uh, but, oh, plot twist. This isn't Oscar's house. It's a billboard. And these little guppies come up and make fun of Oscar for honestly having like possibly a mental breakdown because he thinks this billboard is his house and then so oscar's like oh yeah whatever guys i'm gonna be legit af one day i'm gonna go to work and so he goes to work and he works at the whale wash and this is where we get the first iteration of the car wash song yes very lazy you gotta make it the whale wash if you're gonna go for this joke you they know? did honestly redo some songs to tailor them to the movie at the end I mean, this, this film is a bunch of fish puns. You just got to go all in it with the whale wash. Oscar goes in, finds out someone has punched in his uh, work card already, and he's like, aw, Angie. And then we bump into, or we meet Angie, the love interest for Oscar, and she's just doodling right now, making this little sketch on Oscar and Angie in a huge love bubble. You know, like you did when you were, like, eight. Yeah. Or never. Would that be a sign to you if one of your, like, co-workers was making a love bubble with someone that like you worked with that would be a sign i don't know if that would be a sign that would be like oh hey there what do you do in your spare time i love your art here man (laughs) really Uh, creative drawings anyway so uh we oscar and angie have a back and forth um oscar talks about how he wants to be rich af one day and he's gonna make it blah 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 angie's definitely more like hey like Maybe you shouldn't, like, there's more to life besides this. And Oscar's like, nah, that ain't life. And then he asks about if his boss is in this pupper, pufferfish, blowfish? Pufferfish, uh, okay. Voiced by Martin Mart- Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. I really want to keep the summary going, but, like, <laughs> why Martin Scorsese? Martin Scorsese has never acted or voice acted in anything else besides this movie. Which makes me think, how much did he get paid by DreamWorks? Probably nothing. Or do you think he lost a bet with... To Robert De Niro or something? Maybe. No, Spielberg. I bet Spielberg was like, hey, if you don't beat me in, like, Blackjack right now, you have to be in my shitty Shark Tale movie. And Scorsese was like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. And then he lost, and he's like, damn, I gotta do this. I mean, it would make the most (laughs) sense. sense. Well, he also got Robert De Niro with him, which I guess if you get Martin, then... They all lost a bet. Uh, so we meet Pupperfish, and he is with the other crime shark bosses, and he. this is where we meet Robert De Niro playing the dad shark, uh, Don Edward Leon, and he's with his two sons, uh, fucking Frankie and Lenny, and they're sort of just roughing up uh, the Pupperfish. Should we call him the Pupper... What's his actual? Sykes or something? Yeah, Sykes the Pupperfish. Why did they not do a Sykes joke in this movie? Like, Maybe oh, they did, we just didn't catch it. Uh, the subtle nuances we're missing of Oscar-nominated Shark Tale. <laughs> so they basically tell him, like, all right, uh, you gotta... Sykes, you gotta pay for all this crap now. You got, you owe me $5,000. You have to pay for it or something bad's gonna happen to your whale wash. And so Sykes like, oh, damn, this one guy, Oscar, owes me money. So he goes to Oscar and is basically like, hey, you owe me 5,000 clams. Ugh. You owe me $5,000 and you owe me by tomorrow or my other jellyfish, Jamaican jellyfish are going to ruffle you up. So Oscar's just like, oh man, how am I going to get this money? I don't have it. And Angie, who's the real MVP here, decides to go to Oscar's place and give her, give Oscar her family pearls. 
That's just good. like one pink pearl, very rare, looks very valuable, and she just gives it to him. And it's sort of like sell your debt, like blah blah blah. Like you'll get, you'll make it and be able to pay me back, no problem. And Oscar's like dope. And next day they go to a seahorse race, and Oscar's like literally says, "All right, I have the money, the five thousand clams to pay Sykes, so I won't be in debt anymore." And then he overhears these other two fish saying like, hey, did you hear? Lucky Stripe or uh, Lucky Day is gonna, it's rigged for him to win. Uh, Betting on him, not betting on him would be so stupid. And so Oscar's like, say what? And he goes and decides, instead of paying the money that he, you know, owes and that his friend gave this like huge family heirloom to pay off, he bets it on this Lucky Day horse. And not just a couple dollars, he bets all of the money. Yes, all 5,000 clams on it. And this gets the attention of my favorite character. Well, well I don't understand <laughs> it, but also kind of do if you've ever met Dr. Taylor. It's Lola, played by Angelina Jolie. And she's like this, uh, I don't want to say, say sexy, it, say it, but like seductive sexy. female goldfisher. Uh, this Fish is why I like her, because... Uh, she immediately hears this guy putting $5,000 down on this one <laughs> on this one horse and immediately is like, that's my guy, and just starts flirting with him, getting real into it. But then the pupperfish Sykes hears like, hey, Oscar, where's my money? And Oscar's like, oh, I don't owe you anything. He's like, those, my, those were my 5,000 clams. Why did you do this? And then Lola is like, oh, you don't have that money? All right, I'm going to be upfront with you. I'm a very superficial girl, and I only care about people who have money, which like... Wow. There's no creativity in the writing there. That's like straight up, you don't have money. That's like refreshingly bad though. <laughs> you know? It's refreshing. We need more girls who are just up front. Hi, I'm going to marry you for your money. Yeah. That's it. I'm... Nothing else. <laughs> and so now uh, Sykes and Oscar are watching the horse race going on. Lucky Day has his day and is doing really well in the race. It's like, oh my God, we're going to make so much money. Uh. And then Lucky Day trips. Which I'd like to say comes up with two, or one of the best jokes and one of the laziest jokes in the in this movie. Lucky day, how the hell do you trip in water? On what? <laughs> and then the laziest joke is he loses two sea biscuit. They did not try on that. <laughs> they didn't try. Is it, <laughs> <It's> wait, <laughs> is sea biscuit just spelled S-E-A biscuit? Yeah. Okay, wow. They didn't try on that. Yeah, that's pretty bad. God. Uh, okay, so now Sykes is, you know, understandably pretty pissed off that his guy just lost him $5,000 that he owes to this shark mafia boss. And he's like, all right, Oscar, uh, you're going to die now. Here are my uh, shrimp, or not shrimp, jellyfish. They tie Oscar up and they go into this deserted area. And now we cut to the crime great white shark people are at dinner. And it's Lenny, Frankie, and Don Leon, whoever, fucking Robert De Niro. And they're eating dinner at this restaurant. And so what happens, Christy? Basically, Robert De Niro just goes up to Lenny. He's like, you got to be more like your brother. And then he's like, Frankie, you got to take Lenny out. and You got to show him the ropes. You got to do this. And then Lenny's like, no, 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 I don't want to kill things. And then he has a shrimp cocktail, which I'd like to point out, these... Sh- the shrimp are just kind of hanging out there and 
not... They can, they can swim away if they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> like, it'd be pretty easy for them to go, but that's beside the point. So he pulls out a shrimp, and he's like, let him eat it. And the shrimp basically, like, turns to Robert De Niro and is like pleads his case as like I've got a I've got a little baby. It's my sister's baby but she died and he has no leg he has no arms or legs so he's just kind of a little a little little blob and he was and he just has me and I gotta feed him and I gotta go work two shifts and you're like what the fuck this is so dark <laughs> I have to work two jobs and you know I'm overworked myself but just seeing him little his little smile makes it all worth it, you know? And so now Lenny is just like Dad, and he, Robert De Niro's like, eat it. And he's like, like, right after that speech, he just like shoves it in his face, and like, eat it. <laughs> he has like these giant eyes, and then Lenny's like, no, and he whips it out of his hands, and then like releases the rest of the shrimp from the shrimp cocktail, and they like swim away, and the shrimp's like, I'm gonna remember you. <laughs> you haven't heard the last of me. Yeah, and he basically he, she, he swims off, and so now. Robert De Niro's shark is just like, her, Lenny, like, all right, Frankie, take your brother out and show him to eat fish and everything. And so Frankie's like, all right, come on, Lenny, let's go eat something. It made me think, also, at this restaurant, do they cook fish? Or do they just serve, like, people on a platter? Like, how does that it's work? The, the, the same thing I was kind of bringing up with the shrimp cocktail is yeah, the shrimp they, can just fly away yeah. if wanted to. But, like, they don't kill it or anything. So, like, what's the difference between eating at a restaurant and just going and eating a random fish? Like, why are you paying for that, you know? There's no point in discussing this. <laughs> <laughs> they just needed that restaurant setting because, remember, it's the mob. Right. And that's what you do <laughs> if you're in the mob. You discuss at a restaurant over shrimp cocktail. Anyways, so now... The jellyfish, Jamaican jellyfish, sorry, put Oscar... Voiced by Ziggy Marley. Ziggy Marley, of course. Um, Bob Marley's son, if you didn't know that. They hook him up to a rock and everything. They got him, his mouth is shut, and they're like, oh, okay, Oscar, like, sorry, we're leaving you, blah, blah, blah. And they swim away because they see these two sharks, Lenny and Frankie, come up. Oscar, like, gets out of his restraints and turns around and is like, oh, my God, a shark! And it's Lenny, and Lenny's like, hey, guy, like... I'm not going to eat you. I'm going to make it look like I'm eating you, but you need to, like, run away right now, okay? And Oscar's like, what? And Lenny starts, like, trying eating him, quote-unquote, and just brings up a bunch of sand, and it's like, oh, great fish. Mm, tastes like chicken. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then and then he's like, okay, okay, on the count of three, like, Oscar, you gotta swim away. Okay, ready? One, two, three. And then he, like, turns around to Frankie and is like, mmm, fish. And then Oscar's just standing there and you're like, oh, you meant, you meant now? Yeah, and then Frankie's like, damn it, Lenny, all right, I'm gonna show you how to eat it. And so Frankie chases after Oscar trying to eat him, but right before he's about to eat Oscar, a whole anchor falls down and kills Frankie. Anchors are illegal in many oceans now. Mm. Gotta, I understand. This movie is like blackfish. It just started a bunch of revolutions for fish and everything. Yeah, yeah. You're going to kill fish. you got to destroy coral reefs. It's just bad. <laughs> and so now Lenny is like, you know, oh my God, Frankie died. Like, oh, no way. Like, So Lenny swims off. And now Oscar, for some reason, starts doing karate <laughs> next to this dead fish. And the jellyfish come back, and they're like, oh my god, you killed a shark? You're the shark slayer, man. For whatever reason, everyone just accepts that Oscar is this shark slayer, 
and it goes around the whole neighbor, the whole city. He becomes celebrity overnight. He's like the hottest bachelor, and then there's like a ton of freaking fish puns. Like instead of uh oh yeah, what? there's the paper, the the newspaper pufferfish comes up and is like, oh yeah, I'm your I'm your manager. We're gonna do a ninety ten split. Which if you don't know in Hollywood, if you're an agent manager, agent client, it's a ninety ten split. But you know ninety for the client. And he's like, no, 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 I get 90, you get 10. And then they do a little back and forth. And then it's like, okay, 50-50, are you happy? No. Are you happy? No. Great. And then they shake <laughs> on it. It's a great little moment. It is. So, yeah, we just have this huge, like, montage about Oscar getting this fame and all this money. Angie sort of looks at him like, hmm, you're changing. You're like, this isn't the Oscar I know. Oscar, she knew, wasn't a great guy either, so. Yeah. Also, I, I forgot to cover this when we were originally summarizing. Oscar's backstory of why he wants to be rich and famous is because his dad was a whale wash employee too. And like Oscar thought that was a really cool thing to do. But then when he brought it to like the school show and tell, everyone made fun of him. And he's worried that no they one... called him a tongue scraper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which to be fair, if Oscar's based off of a remora fish... Those are like, that's the, like the smartest fish in the sea because basically what they do is they just kind of clean sharks and you'll always see them like on the backs of sharks and they just, just hang out there and they never get eaten because they're just cleaning. I feel like this movie did not do its research because if those fish are smart, Oscar's not that fish. And so basically like Oscar wants to be loved because no one would love someone that did his dad's job, basically. Was a yeah, it was no one's gonna love a nobody, basically. That's his whole motivation to try and be rich and famous. So now that he's got this rich and fame, he's having this huge party at the top of the reef because that's where all the cool people are. Even though when you think about it, that doesn't make sense because if these this whole town or city is being run like scared off by sharks. Wouldn't sharks eat the people at the top of the reef? Yeah, you're more safe the deeper in the coral you are because corals are really sharp. Yeah. So sharks don't eat things out of coral reefs. Well, some of them do, but not great whites. It's beside the point. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, shocker. Shark's tail doesn't make a lot of sense. So they, they're having this party at Oscar's place. Angie gets there, and she get, brings him a housewarming gift, and it's like this little lava lamp. She's like, yeah, every bachelor pad needs it. And then he's like, cool, I'm going to put this next to my other lava lamp. And it, the lava lamp, like you were saying, it just, in like... It takes up the whole it's stairs. It's like an entire column of lava. <laughs> and so we also see that Oscar is dating and or not Angie is dating Lola, and you know she's like very like oh wow you made it I'm like into you now. So they don't use very Lola. Upfront. Yeah, I, oh, I mean, yeah, they don't use her at all. It that will be something we talk about later. Mm-hmm. But Oscar's like oh let me take you to the side Angie I want to show you something. They go outside and Oscar gives back Angie her pearl that he gave him that she gave him earlier and but now it's like his whole pearl necklace and everything and angie's just like oh thank you so much like blah 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 and so uh at the they're interrupted yes and then they're interrupted by a random fish who's just like oh my god shark shark and oscar freaks out being like shark oh my god all right call your loved ones uh get get into your bunkers like it's gonna be okay just wait it out and then everyone's like no no, Oscar, like, you should go kill it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. And so basically, then he, like, goes out to, you know, f- find the shark slayer. Because on the other side of town, 
the sharks are having this funeral for Frankie. Everyone's like really down about it. Lenny decides to run off because he hears that his father doesn't accept who he is because he's like a vegetarian. He won't ever be Frankie, basically. So Lenny takes us to heart and runs away. And so now that's the shark that everyone's worrying about. So Oscar's hiding and he just randomly bumps into Lenny and he's like, oh my God, like, what's up, man? And Lenny's like, watch out. There's a shark slayer around here. I don't want to get killed. And I'm like, Lenny, you were there. You saw this happen. (laughs) It's weird because the sharks are like, oh, who is this shark slayer? Like, we don't know who he is. We got our top guy, so we can't figure it out. And I'm like, did you just like not notice all the ads on him? Like, he's got a Coca-Cola ad. He's got like 15 different newspapers. Yeah, there's like a Fish King instead of Burger King. Like, he's all over that. What's in those burgers? Fish? Oh, wow, yeah. I'm not gonna think about that too much. I guess Burger King, you don't aren't being served kings, so I maybe it's fair. like maybe it's whatever the Krabby Patty's secret recipe is. Oh shit! Ooh. Crossover episode. So yeah, now they're all confused on who the Slayer is. It's stupid. Lenny's like, oh yeah, like I want to run away because my dad won't accept me. I just need to like disappear. And Oscar's like, all right, I have this place to show you. Let's go to like my weird closet janitor closet thing right it's like a storage closet in the back of um the whale wash so you know it's big enough to hold a shark right so at this storage whatever fucking janitor closet closet shit um lenny confides to oscar that he is a vegetarian oscar is the first person to hear that lenny is a vegetarian and oscar laughs about it which is like Okay, this it's like a gay allegory thing what? that they got going on. I don't know if you picked up the subtle thing what? in Oscar-nominated Shark Tale, but it's a gay allegory. And that's just a weird thing to start laughing about, you know? <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I could see some people laughing. Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyways, Oscar's a dick. Hot take. I think we knew that. Yeah. So now Oscar finds out that Frankie, the one that he supposedly killed, the shark, is actually the main Dawn's son. And he's like freaking out. He's like, oh, snap. So he goes back to his fish apartment and the Jamaican jellyfish are playing a video game and Psych is on the phone with someone. And he's tight talking up this guy on the phone being like, yeah, I'm representing the shark slayer. Like, you know, you're going to have to start paying me if you want to start seeing blah, blah, blah. And then Oscar's like, no, don't do this. Like, that guy that I killed was uh, the Don's son. Sykes like, yeah, I know, he's on the phone. And he's like, what? And he's like, he wants to talk to you. And then the Don's just basically like, what did I ever do to you? Like, watch your step, like, blah, blah, blah. And so now Oscar's freaking out, like, oh, I fucked up, blah, blah, blah. So then he swims back to the storage unit. Who's there but... Angie and it's like oh snap and he's like oh Angie watch out there's a shark in here like I, I need to fight it off and then <laughs> and she's like no 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 I found your shark and he told me everything yeah and she's like you are a liar like how could you do this like you're a fraud basically and she's like Oscar like did you just expect to like kill the shark and find and live your days out without ever being questioned about it and he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I think everything through. And so she's like, oh, you need to fess up to this, like tell everyone that you had lied. And he's like, 
nah, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm going to, like, help Lenny disappear. And then Lenny's like, maybe we weren't thinking about this. What? Maybe we weren't thinking about this farther enough. Like, maybe you need to kill me. Like, quote, unquote. And he's like, Saith, what? So the next day, they have this huge staged fight between Oscar and Lenny. And Lenny's like, I'll get you, Shark Slayer, for killing my brother. And he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you for terrorizing my city or whatever. And they have, like, this fake fight or whatever. The Dawn's henchmen and this octopus come and see it. And they think that Lenny has died at the end of it all. Because Lenny, like, falls into the abyss. And he's like, damn you, Shock Slayer. And then Lenny, like, goes under this, like, pipeline thing. Oscar tells the sharks, like, you better tell your boss that I just did this. Or else, like, blah, blah, blah. And so the the sharks run away because they're scared AF. Then later that night... Oscar and Lenny are back in the storage unit and Oscar is like, oh, I'm so hyped. Like, I killed another shark, quote unquote. And Lenny is like trying to become a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he comes out dressed in, uh, he has a, a yellow bandana around his neck and is wearing like a little fanny pack around his waist. And it's, <laughs> he's like standing up all proud. Well, and he Dolphin also... Tundra intended. <laughs> he uh, spray painted himself blue too. Like a nice light blue, like a nice baby blue. Yeah. Like a bottle blue. It fits him very well. Mm-hmm. And so now Angie comes and, like, gets real with him, basically being like, why are, you, why are you like this? Like, I don't like who you are right now. And Oscar's just like, no one liked me before I was like this. Like, no one cared. No one loved me. And then Angie's like, I loved you. And then it's like, what? And Lenny's like, oh, I'm going to, like, duck out on this. Like, this got too real for me. Yeah, Oscar finds out that, shocker, Angie loved him. him. the whole time. Wow, what a... Shocker. Yeah. I don't know, something seems a bit Idiot. fishy to me about that. Oh, no, Ooh. no, no, go. <laughs> There's no room. There's no room for more puns in this. Oscar has this whole, like, he walks out of the storage unit and has, like, this deep, meaningful moment of, like, oh, what have I become, like... Oh, my face is plastered everywhere. Like, people want to be me, but I'm not happy with myself. And mm-hmm. he that goes... Internal conflict. Yeah. He goes home, and there's a party happening at his house. What? Did... That happens when you're rich and famous. People just, like, start partying. Dude. Don't you know, Taylor? Invest in a lock or something. <laughs> like, God. It it's can... a penthouse. You just, like, the elevator opens up. Invest in a doorman. Yeah, something. Come on there. And so now Lola's there, and she's like, what's up, Shockslay? Like, how you doing? And he's like, yo, Lola, I need to talk to you outside. And he breaks up with Lola, and now she just becomes crazy psycho fish. And... <laughs> and That should be the name of an album. <laughs> and she just starts beating him up. Like, literally grabbing him by the legs and throwing him on the window. And it's like, Jesus, that's pretty dark. And all the fish inside are just like, aw, young love. Yeah, it's like, what What do you think love is there, man? And so he calls off the party, like, everyone leave, like, party's done, blah, blah, blah. And he just decides that he's in love with Angie, too, now, and gets her flowers, chocolates. He's going to the car wash asking Lenny, who's, you know, disguised as a dolphin, being like, hey, oh, where's Angie? Like, I need to make everything better. Lenny's like, oh, I haven't seen him. And the Jamaican sharks are on the phones being like, hey, Oscar, like, we got a phone call for you. And so he answers it, and it's the Don being like, 
or no, it's not the Don, it's the octopus. Mm-hmm. And um, the octopus is like, yo, we got Angie, we're going to kill her if you don't come over back to our place. Oscar's like, oh shit, like this is real, blah, blah, blah. And he fesses up to Sykes, the manager, Blowfish, like, oh yeah, I'm not a shark slayer. And then he, Sykes, has like this whole, like, oh my god, what have I done? Like, I made fun of the Dawn, the Godfather, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm so screwed. And then. The thing that happens every time Sykes gets mad, and they use this joke a lot, is mm-hmm. he'll puff up and they'll kind of give him like the little chipmunk voice, <laughs> which when you realize this is Martin Scorsese as a chipmunk. It's funny. It's pretty funny. Um, it's dumb, but it's funny. Yeah. And so they all decide, like, all right, like, the sharks don't realize that I'm a fraud. Like, maybe we'll go in and make a whole thing about it. They go in, negotiate, find out that Angie is on a silver platter, like, literally. Oscar's like, I don't love that woman. She's like, nothing to me. Like, who are you again? And then, uh-oh, plot twist. Turns out Lola is now a bad guy. What? And she tells the sharks, like, no, he loves her. Like, she, ju- he just broke up with me. Oscar's like, Lola, what? Why? And she's like, sorry, Oscar. The one thing I love more than money is revenge. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Lenny, disguised as a dolphin, swims up and eats Angie, but not, like, swallows, because he's a vegetarian, you know, yeah. so he's just holding her in her mouth. And Oscar just starts gloating in front of all these sharks, being like, yo, you're stupid, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he knows that Letty can't stomach fish for very long. Mm -hmm. And so he needs to leave, like, ASAP, Ferg. And he gloats. And so Lenny is, like, holding back vomit, and he's gloating, and then Lenny can't hold it anymore, and he just pukes up everything. He's got a good little variety of a shark's diet. you got a license plate, car tire. A violin. A violin. Just, yeah, everything. And a bunch of seaweed. Like, is that tofu to them, I guess? Essentially, I guess, or just seaweed. Yeah. Lenny starts talking, and the Don's like, wait, Lenny, is that you? I'm like, dude, come on. You didn't recognize your son who had just, like, had a different color on and something with his nose? It's like if I dyed my hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, like, tied a... His nose. <laughs> they tied a whatever. string around his nose to make it look like a bottle nose. And so Lenny and the Don, the dad, have, like, this moment where they're talking to each other and Oscar, he's like, why did you do this, Lenny? Like, this was stupid. And Oscar's like, don't blame your son, blame me, I did it. And then the Don's like, what did I ever do to you? Why are you doing this to my family? <laughs> And just was like, I'm going to eat you now. So he tries to eat him. Oscar and the Don are like running away. He's Don's trying to eat him. And the Don, do we want to talk about the shrimp stuff? We can talk about it. It's, it's a good payoff for the shrimp. Okay, so the Don gets stuck in a window. And the shrimp are like, these shrimp come out of nowhere. And are like, oh, do you remember us? And the Don's like, what? Go away. And he's like, no. The shrimp's like, no. You need to meet my little friend. And because that's what a shrimp says. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of shrimp. And they do something to his they face like, that doesn't... I don't know, like, gnaw his face a little bit. Yeah, it, they really... slightly annoy him. Yes. They bat him with his ta- their tails a little bit. Yeah. you don't see anything on his face to show that he was attacked by shrimp. Well, even Oscar is like, what is going on? <laughs> and then so the dawn gets released and... Uh, Oscar like runs to the car wash 
And he has, I don't know if this was planned. I don't think it was. I think he just made this up on the spot, which well, it's going to come back in a second. He ends up accidentally trapping Lenny in one of the contraptions of the car wash. And then he gets the Dawn stuck in another contraption where the two are talking to each other. And so now the media is there. Katie Kirk is there. And they're like, oh, Oscar, you did it again. Another shark slayer. And Oscar's like, oh, yeah, whatever. And now Lenny and the Dawn have a heart-to-heart basically being like, uh, Dad, I knew you wouldn't accept me, like, blah, blah, blah. And the Dawn's like, no, I would always love you, Lenny. No matter what you eat, no matter how you dress, no matter what you choose to be. Yeah. Oh, man. And you're just like, ooh. The subtleties in Oscar-nominated Shark Tale. Accept your kids, guys. Just accept them for who they are. Yeah. They're fuck-ups anyway. You raised them. <laughs> So yeah, they have a heart to heart and like they're cool, Lenny and the Dawn. And so now the media is just like, oh, you did it again, Oscar. Like you slayed more sharks and everything, which in a weird way, he did. Yeah, he he successfully caught two sharks. Yeah. I mean, Lenny was accidental, but like. I mean, still. Still, it was a very good use of his, he, his talents yeah. and everything. Like. The, it's a self, what do they call it? Self-prophecy? Yeah, oh, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, self yeah, yeah, yeah what sure, you said. Yeah. And so now everyone's like going crazy over Oscar again. Angie gets thrown to the back because there's so many adoring fans. And Oscar's just like, stop, like, I'm a fraud. I didn't kill these guys. And like just fesses up to everything. And everyone's just really cool about it. <laughs> yeah, and then Angie comes back and Katie Curran's like, What's next for you? You've lost everything. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, did he? Did he, though? And so now Oscar goes up to the Don and Lenny, and it's basically like, yo, we're cool now, and the Don's like, we cool. Yeah. And We're just going to give up our main source of food. Yeah. Because we're cool. Well, they sort of do hint at that. Like, yeah, they all decide to become vegetarian. All the sharks become vegetarian, which is just... What? Plot twist. The sequel to this movie is actually The Shallows. Oh. Yeah, so maybe <laughs> this should be a prequel to Jaws. All there we of them, go. That's why they're all trying to eat people and prequel stuff. Prequel to Jaws, prequel to Jaws 2, prequel to Jaws 3D. And the Jaws the Revenge. Prequel to 47 Meters Down. Yeah, everything. Prequel to Sharknado. <laughs> this is what happened. This is why sharks don't eat fish anymore and they just eat humans. Yeah. Oh. Damn, Oscar sucks, man. Oh. <laughs> um, Oscar. And so they end the whole uh, movie with a song and dance at the car wash. The sharks are there. They're, they're they sort Working of... at the car wash. Yeah, whoa, whale wash. Whoa, Come on, whoa. guys. And, uh, yeah, they end it there, pretty much. So that's Shark's Tale. Yay! Yeah. <sighs> this was bad. <laughs> <laughs> this was bad. I mean, we skimmed over... Uh, all the pop songs that go in here, all the pop culture references. It's hard. It's going to be hard to fix this one. After summarizing it, do your opinions change at all, or what do you think? Um, You know, it brought back a lot of things that are missing. Mm-hmm. Some of the characters... Honestly, the characters are really kind of what kill it for me. Like, they're yeah. very, very one-dimensional. Like, it's the guy who just wants to be someone go to the top kind of like a hercules story but really not well, well done the thing with hercules is hercules actually worked and did everything like he deserved okay. the fame and glory that came with it because he actually was slaying these monsters and you know he got really buff. yeah oscar just lies about it all 
It could have been better, but yeah. basically, yeah, they could have... Or what you can do is elaborate on Oscar's character, kind of give him a little better of a backstory than just that his dad was the car wash expert, which I kind of... Honestly, I think that was kind of one of the better parts, is they did give him a little bit of a, a good backstory and, like, why he didn't want to just work at a car wash, but why go from just not working at a car wash to my goal is to literally be a really, really rich person? Yeah. That's it. That's his only goal. Well, he just doesn't care about anyone besides himself throughout this whole movie till like, the very end where he sort of cares about Angie. But, like, has Oscar really changed at the end of this movie? Mm, yes. He... Uh. Okay. In a way that he now can care about other people, including Lenny, kind of. Honestly, he doesn't seem to give a shit about Lenny the entire movie. Yeah. The one heart-to-heart moment they have where Lenny, like, comes out to being a vegetarian, Oscar laughs at him. (laughs) (laughs) He holds it back? I thought he was going to successfully hold it back, and then that didn't happen. That's just so weird, you know? I don't know. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a bit, but... This movie was rough to get through, and a lot of it is because the pop culture references are really dated for now. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine looking back in this in, like, another ten years or so. No one's, no kid right now would understand this movie. Yeah, like, uh, Jessica Shrimpson. Like, what has Jessica Simpson been up to? Katie... Jessica Simpson is great, no matter where she is. Well, and then, like, Katie Kurt, Kurt. Katie Couric Katie yeah. is still very relevant, but just no one under the age of 40 watches her. No offense, uh, Katie. You're great. And it, the big thing with this movie is, hey, be funnier. Easier said than done. And I, you know, I don't know if you have jokes queued up or not, but I don't. But it's like sort of, you know, uh, think about this out of it, guys. Like, punch up the script a bit. Ugh. The female characters. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Oh, they're so bad. <laughs> oh, they're so bad. Honestly, my favorite character in this is probably the Pufferfish. Okay. I think he was probably the one who, like, he was fast-talking, he was fun, he was voiced by Martin Scorsese, he had a fun gimmick, and he was all that he could be. Well, he's not, like, a, he's a jerk, but, like, he's a jerk for a reason. Like, yeah. he's loaned this money out to this guy. Mm-hmm. He hasn't paid him. He's he, like, he all right. He said that great line timeless line that I still don't understand and would still be very offended no matter if you said it to me which is it's nothing personal it's business you're about to kill me <laughs> it's a little bit personal <laughs> this is not this is not just business <laughs> he's fine I, I mean I like Lola the best just because she's so upfront about like yeah I'm superficial AF like this is who I am and it's yeah. sort of like refreshingly bad like i was saying like she's not she knows who she is and cool yeah sure all right i think maybe i would have liked one at least one more scene with lola just to like get a little bit more about her i mean yeah she's just thrown to the side she really is she's like she's gone for a good chunk of the movie and then just like comes back i think she probably only has about two minutes of screen time yeah probably like Which, hey, it's an easy job for Angelina Jolie. I know, this should, honestly should count as a cameo for her, if anything. But, like, that... Anything that could have alluded to her being a villain, or, like... Because she kind of is, like, she's irrelevant. Because, great, she told them about Angie. But they could have figured that out without her. And they didn't really need the reassurance. They didn't need that. Mm, no. She, yeah. She, she, like, if she didn't exist in this movie, I don't think the movie would have changed. 
at all. Not having a Lola? Lola, I don't, yeah. I don't think she would have changed it. Nope, and I'm, I think that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, she could have easily been replaced with just pretty girls yeah. in the background. Yeah. Or, as I alluded to earlier, a love story with Lenny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> that would be... Oh, that wouldn't work. Yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see a structure way we can have Lenny and Oscar be together. Let's get into surgery. So, is there anything you want to tackle specifically off the bat with this? Go for it. You take the lead. What's the difference if we do take Lola out that we just briefly talked about? So, if we take Lola out, what we miss is that... Well, the scenes that we miss are horse race scene where he sees this gorgeous girl and he mm-hmm. tries to impress her. Uh, so, I guess what we miss there is Sykes discovering that he bet all of the clams on one horse. And which he would have discovered anyway. anyway. So no, nothing different with that. And then the breakup scene where she just beats him up. I guess. The young love joke. I guess in a way that's Oscar having like a realization like, oh, I don't want this life or anything. Like, I don't want you. I guess and, the one thing that it really brings is that tension between him and Angie. But I think Angie already has that tension because she's like disappointed and see- is seeing someone that she loved not actually be the person that she thought he was yeah, at that moment. Yeah, and also not love her back and show the same affection. And kind of see, he kind of, he doesn't dump her to the side, honestly, because he, he does kind of make a gesture of like friendship and bringing back her pearls, but yeah, he's really just not showing the same sort of affection to her that she shows for him. So sometimes you're just friends, guys. <laughs> Gotta, gotta just let it go. And then the other scene is the twist that, oh, Lola is there for revenge and not anything else. Yeah, which we just talked about. Would right. kind of make no difference if she wasn't there. So I think if you still want to have this twist of, oh, someone betrayed Oscar, just have it be Sykes, the pufferfish. Yeah, Sykes or one of the jellyfish. The jellyfish, I mean. And the I same think that th- would be really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, like I think if we want to keep the moment of, like, Oscar having this realization, like, oh, like, I don't want this life anymore, instead of having Lola be out in the balcony, that's when Sykes is there, and that's when Oscar reveals that he's a fraud. So now Sykes has this moment of, like, you're a fraud? Like, oh my god, like, do you know what I've done? Blah, 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 blah. And so now... Because you're dumb. Yeah, and then Sykes can have his blow-up moment or whatever, and... When we go back to the part where Lenny, Oscar, and Angie are like in the shark, whatever, and there's a twist of, oh, someone portrayed me, it's just Sykes, because yeah, that's what he would do. Yeah. He would immediately run back and team up with the people in power. I feel they should have made him something like, what's a slimy, stereotypical fish then? Like a... a bottom feeder? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there we go. Could have been a... A bottom feeder. Yeah, Literally, bottom it's feeder. like, fine. Wow, they didn't make a bottom feeder joke. I know. Wow, I'm so proud of them. Uh, I guess Finding Nemo's told that one. Mm, true. Uh, but if we have that, like, I mean, that totally falls in place with the character. Mm-hmm. We save those two minutes and a fuck ton of money on Angelina Jolie. I I like that a bit better. It's not like, a, it's not going to fix this movie, but, you know, at least there's some consistent character work at mm-hmm. this point. And another thing I think would be interesting or like that we need to talk about is Oscar needs to lose his money in a different way because him betting on the seahorse is just the 
biggest asshole move ever. Like, why do you bet all of it? Yeah, and not any of it. This isn't your money. This is still your friend who's putting themselves out there. So I was curious. Do you have any any other ideas of how he could lose this money or like something like that, where it still ends up him being, oh, I don't have this money anymore, and he gets thrown in the back of a whale's mouth mm-hmm. to this random place. There's a few ways it could probably be be done in like a little better way that makes Oscar look good. I think you could still use the betting and the racehorse, but instead of him overhearing something, mm-hmm. maybe go a little bit deeper, be like, oh, just like something that's a little bit easier to base mm-hmm. a bet like that off of than straight up overhearing some guys who you don't know and might have nothing. <laughs> Be like, oh, great. Some guys were whispering about this bet. I'm going to lay all of my money out on that. Like, maybe he, like, studies the odds or something, or... Uh, uh, I don't know if I like that. I just don't want him... Or it gets him. stolen. Like, uh, what I was thinking is that Oscar is in all this financial trouble is because his dad is dying. Okay, we don't actually know why Oscar's in any financial trouble. Well, I'm assuming he makes bad investments, like Entertainment 720. Oh, right, Tom Haverford. Yeah. But what I was thinking with him having money problems is, like, we talk about his dad, Oscar's dad, and that he still idols him, but he just, like, doesn't think anyone would care about this guy. And maybe we're seeing that happen with Oscar's dad. Like, oh, yeah, no one, like, cares about my dad. He's treated so bad. He's on, like, I don't know, the worst uh, fish insurance, health insurance thing. And I have, to pay, I have to pay all this money for him to get it, and now I'm in a bind where I owe this guy a bunch of money, but if I don't pay for this next procedure, my dad might die. So then he has to sort of pick between, am I going to pay off this guy and risk my dad dying, or am I going to, you know, save my dad? Yes, but, um, and that's a very well thought out, deep, emotional twist. But remember, we're talking about Shark Tale. Oh yeah, but we're trying to make it better than Shark Tale, you know? We're trying to make this, the, instead of an Oscar nominated, we're trying to make this an Oscar winner here. So Shark, welcome to Shark Tale, the reinvented version. <laughs> it's a mixture of Shark Tale and Grey's Anatomy with half the drama and all of the sex. And all the fish buns. Because <laughs> I, I want his dad to be more involved, or just someone around because I think it sort of does become the start of Oscar doesn't want this fame and fortune. He just wants enough money to get by. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, oh, you know, if I had 10,000 clams, like, oh, everything would be fine. Like, I could work at this place and I wouldn't need anything else. And then maybe Sykes is like, snowballs him into like, but more money and more money. You're the shark so you have Sykes. So you're like playing Sykes up to be a, a worse guy, a bad influencer. Yeah, he's like the guy who's... Well, because Sykes would, as a money lender, you'd want to keep him in the hole because that's how you make more money is you keep your debtors in the hole. But if he oh, sees right. a way that like, oh, I can get more money doing this with him, like now he's going to be my, I'm going to be his agent and make more money that way. Mm-hmm. So now like... We, it's more of an arc of, instead of that Oscar's a liar, it's more he's just getting corrupted by like all this fame and fortune and forgets his roots, you know? And so the dad, like, you know, he gets fine and healthy and everything. Oscar's living the high life. And then at one point, Oscar's dad's just like, hey man, like, this is great, but, you know, being on the top of the reef where's your friends and family now or like these people at this party aren't your friends and family like it's yeah. standard but better than what we have right now i would say 
Yeah, the racehorse thing, it's kind of fun. It's colorful, it's out there, but it could easily be, that scene could easily be replaced with anything. Yeah, I just like, he, Oscar, it's so selfish. We need to root for him still. What is a nice thing that Oscar does in this movie that doesn't affect him? Like, benefit him, I guess. he buys the pearls back. Yeah, that's the one thing I can think of. That's not that nice. He does bargain for Lenny at the end. That speech that he gives to Don about his son and that he should accept him for who he is. That's nice. That's that's a that's a is, good gesture. Does that happen in the That happens shark, when they're both and they are trapped at the very end. Uh, I guess. I just need him to do something like maybe in the beginning scene where he's like pretending like he's like living in this crib that's really a billboard like he Mm -hmm. gives the crazy crab guy like oh yo here's some money for you to get some lunch or something like something small yeah you know (laughs) i heard there's a good sushi bar down the street (laughs) it's only four bucks (laughs) (laughs) might Uh, be a couple days old yeah like something small where i'm like all right i like you you're you're a good guy you don't have any money and you're still giving money to the homeless yeah exactly i need something small for oscar to do there and then now I want to tackle the relationship between Oscar and Lenny. Because like we were saying, they don't really have a scene where it's just like them two talking or like having an actual moment. Mm-hmm. They're just like, hey, I'm gay. Huh, what? Or sorry. A vegetarian. Sorry. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian. He's like, huh, loser, what? Oh my God, that's hilarious. If we compare Lenny and Oscar to Shrek and Donkey... Like, Shrek and Donkey have some moments and everything. They have that great pancake scene. The moment where they're talking about underneath the stars and everything. Oh, gosh, what's wrong with you? Oh, God, how could you? Do you even like Shrek, man? I'm sure. (laughs) But, yeah, they have the scene under the stars where um, they talk about their feelings and everything. Yeah, they have a lot of great moments. And here, literally, the only moment they have is him laughing at Lenny being a vegetarian they fight, have the fake fight. fight. And then Angie's in like the other kind of real scene. So it's not just the two of them. And then it's like also Lenny trying to explain that he's not going to eat him like twice. Yeah. And I think Lenny and Oscar could have a moment too where they realize they're both like quote unquote frauds to what they should be. Mm-hmm. Because Lenny's like, yeah, I feel like I'm supposed to be this thing and like I can't be it. And like Oscar's like, yeah, I mean like, Lenny's is more of a life like thing that is him. Oscar's put himself in the situation where he's a fraud, mm-hmm. but they have some common ground with that. There's some parallels where they can bond over and yeah. maybe, like actually create a good relationship. Like maybe there's like uh, they feel like they're not meeting their expectations or anything. Mm-hmm. Like they just need to have a moment, and I think you just gotta make that moment when Oscar. Or when Lenny tells Oscar that he's a vegetarian, you can't have him laugh. And that's where they had the moment of being like, we're both frauds. Like, but yeah. we're, we're frauds together. Or if or it's a laugh, it would just kind of be like a, oh my God, like I'm like a kind of come to realization moment where he's like, wow, I'm a fraud too. Like I'm disappointing all these people, X, Y, Z. Like, and it could be, you know how Lenny laughs at Oscar being the shark slayer. He's like, <laughs> you know, you're the shark slayer. Oh, I know you're not a shark slayer. And then... When Oscar finds out that Lenny's a vegetarian, he's like, but you're the Don's kid. Like, aren't you supposed to be, like, a rough and tough guy? Where they both, like, you kill people or eat eat fish. And 
something like that, yeah. where they're both like, oh, the way that we've been portrayed isn't how we actually are. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Very deep. I, I'm trying to make Shark Tale an Oscar winner here. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that, I guess? I actually really like that idea of having them connect on like a deeper level. Because mm-hmm. um, they really should. And honestly, one of my biggest issues with Lenny is he's very stereotypical. Dumb. Yeah. In a lot of situations. He's just dumb. And it kills the character for me and, like, what that kind of, like, little buddy comedy could have been if Mm -hmm. he was just a little... They just showed him being a little smarter. Like, that whole, like, him swallowing, accidentally swallowing him. Like, that could have been done a little... Yeah. Like, all those moments could have paid off if Lenny wasn't just playing the dumb guy. What would you want Lenny to be more like besides stupid? Like, what's a characteristic that he could have? Because his... A lot of his jokes are that, oh, I'm stupid and I don't... I don't fit in this world, which that part works, but just don't right. be stupid. He's not fit, he doesn't fit in this world, but it's not because he's stupid. Like, um, I think he could be, like, yeah, he could be smart or, like, oh, my God. The only thing I can think of is, like, the, the a little elf who wants to be a dentist. Oh, okay. So, yeah. like, it's, it's, yeah, it's a fish out of water. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> story where he just, like, doesn't belong. Hercules again, and it's like, where do I belong? Like, f- figuring out mm-hmm. my place in the world. He doesn't have to be stupid. He could just be a normal, normal guy. Funny, maybe quirky. Maybe he wants, what does he, what does Lenny want to do with his life? Should Lenny, like, could he be a fish activist? You know, he's maybe. like, instead of PETA, it's Fishta or something? Fit, fi- it'd be Fitta. Fitta? Or, yeah, P, PIFA. PIFA? Sorry, I don't actually know what PIFA stands for. You can uh, what, Either or. Like, have him be a fish activist. Like, Dad, like, you know, our economy could be way... Because also, like, the, the hierarchy of the whole fish world doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, a lot of things in this movie don't make sense, especially the fish facts. Yeah. <laughs> Which I could have a whole separate hour on fish facts in this movie. And so, how about we make the... Dawn is now, like the mayor of Fishtown or whatever, and he's trying to, or like... He, well, no, 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 see, the Don's position, he wouldn't be the mayor, he wouldn't be the but that's figure, what, but he'd have the mayor under his, like, the mayor is the manta ray or something. Well, what that could, this could sort of fit in, is what I'm saying, if he is, like, the mayor of the shark people or whatever, right. and it's like, Lenny, like, I have an image, like, your Frankie's doing my job, like, the image, and you're making me look like a dummy, like a yeah. wink guy, like, I need you to act like this. Mm-hmm. And then Lenny's like, well, you know, we don't need to feed off these fish people or whatever. Like, there's a whole economic, and he has, like, different ways of fixing it up. And he's like, Lenny, this like is how it's done. Triangles of, like, the food system. Yeah. And so now this the south side wreath, whatever, is, like, the forgotten fish that we're like, oh, yeah, we eat these fish. Like, mm-hmm. of course we do. And something like that, I guess. Or he could just be like, we should eat other things, like people. Yeah. You know, yeah. that would actually be yeah. really funny if that was Lenny's suggestion. Like, let's If that was Lenny's people. entire arc, is that, like, no, we fish our friends, not food. Yeah. Gotta- yeah, I think if he does suggest eating people, I think that's a really, like, funny <laughs> could twist. Could see him doing this you- whole diagram of, like, so there's this new population of food that they go along the coast around the months of May... <laughs> To uh to September and they're very plentiful and then we migrate to Australia during the months of September to March and that's when they're there. I think that would be really like Lenny. This whole time, who say his dad is the mayor of 
sharks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Lonnie's like, Dad, I have this plan that would solve this fish crisis thing that because we don't want to eat the fish or whatever. No, and they're not and, a great food source. They're really tiny. Yeah. You have to eat a lot of them. Like and so, these things, you can just eat like <laughs> one a month and you're fine. And so like the whole story, as the whole movie's going on, he's mm-hmm. talking about this plan, but we don't hear it. And it isn't until like the credits are rolling. He's like, all right. We eat people. And they're like, great idea, Lenny. Like, and everyone's happy about it. And then you just, like, go above water slowly with yeah. the Jaws theme. It's like... And then you get the boat from Jaws. And so if also with this plan of eating the humans, you know, the President Don guy, he has no beef with Oscar. He really has beef with the humans because that's who actually killed Frankie. This is true. Yeah. Wow, that could be a full full arc right there. And that's really the nail on the coffin. With after, after all the shark slaying goes over, then like Oscar's like, I didn't actually kill him. And then Lenny would be like, well, no, he got hit by an anchor. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, wait a minute. Hey, remember that presentation, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> and then we... Those are the guys who killed him. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about trying to fix up Shark's Tale? I mean... Angie could be better. How would you want to fix her? What could she do? She could not love Oscar. Well, mm. <laughs> that's all I got for I that. I think she's a little forced. You can do into better that. than that, Angie. What? Get the, get the get the guy in the headphones that was scrubbing the. <laughs> he seemed like he knew what was going on. Yeah, totally. Because she is likable, does all the right things, says all the right stuff, but she doesn't get a lot of jokes or anything. No, she gets. She's the she's the straight man. Yeah. In the movie, she, yeah, she's the. The normal character that grounds everywhere, like lets everyone else be right, whatever they want. Um, back to the scrubbing man in the headphones. That's something else that I want to get back to because they kind of have a joke at the beginning where Oscar, like the whale, is about to burp or something, and uh-huh. it's like a big thing, and everyone's like, "Oh no, get out of here!" And then Oscar like makes this heroic move of saving the guy with the headphones, right? And then he just burps, and it's like a little like Oscar gets covered in whale slime. I would like to see a payoff of that to actually see what happens when a whale burps. Oh, yeah, that's I, true. I never saw that. Like, why were they afraid? We don't know. We never got to actually see that payoff. Yeah, they could have done that at the end. Yeah, they could have done like, that at the end during the shark battle. And yeah, because what triggers him, that whale, to have, like, the gag I think he was, up? like, maybe cleaning the uvula or something, which I don't even know if whales have uvulas. Oh, interesting. Basically, it's just human mouths. In fish. Yeah. It's so creepy. Hmm. So damn creepy. Hmm. Yeah, no. So would you want that whale puke thing to come up at the end? And I that's think it what... would have been a nice payoff Yeah. the beginning. I think that would have been fun. Yeah. Or I... even like as a gag at the end during the final car wash scene. Yeah. Just like any sort of like callback. Because that was a big moment that just wasn't. I guess what they were trying to do with that is make Oscar look more likable, that he's willing to sacrifice that's his, there's there's Oscar's moment. That's his one self. That's a moment. really bad moment. Yes, it is. Because it doesn't turn out. If it was actually that guy getting puked on, no. I you know just give the freaking crab guy five bucks to get sushi. <laughs> that's all we need. Yeah, crab would eat sushi. They're actually bought Yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> eat fish. Crabs eat fish. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Is there anything else? Do you I just want to say the soundtrack is awesome. Maybe less of it. Yeah. So you could fill in more plot, but the soundtrack is dope. It the I would love to see a uh, 
time recorded how many songs for how long are being played out through this movie. I looked at the bottom of the credits, and you can scroll down right now. There, I didn't even finish it. I just like let the credits roll. There are so many songs in this movie. There are 13 songs that also... Wow. <laughs> well, this is the full version, but they're 50 minutes. and The soundtrack is 50 minutes. You know, you're not playing a whole four-minute song in the movie, but mm-hmm. like... And this also was... <laughs> Hans Zimmer is in this. Hans Zimmer scored this. Yeah, that's so bizarre. Or Hans Zimmer's interns. It's just a lot. And really, it's going to be dated, just like the jokes in a bit. I Cut it down. There's no reason, you know? Yeah. They have some great songs, though. I mean, they're not bad, but like there are some songs that just like are very 2000 pop Yes, but then there also are some timeless classics, like Car Wash and... Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, fix the animation, you know, that's general note. The fish look creepy. Better jokes, again, easier said than done. Uh, and cut down on the songs are the main other points I have. And fix the characters so that they have more than just, like, one goal. Yeah. One characteristic of themselves, like selfishness or stupidity or gold digging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. That's all I got for Shark Tale. Do you have any last-minute things? That's all I got to say. All right. Well, Christy, thank you so much for joining us today on the Dr. Script Show. Thank you, thank you. Uh, if you guys listening want to follow us and keep up with our newest content, please like us on Facebook and Instagram, just Dr. Script. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's Dr. Script Podcast, like Dr. Script Podcast. We love hearing what you guys have to say. Um, If you have the time, please give us five stars on iTunes. It goes a long way. We like reading those reviews and everything. Yeah, just thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week, hopefully, with something. Thanks again for listening, and you have a dope-ass day. Bye.